drop. My mother was a pure woman from a noble family, and at least I know who my father is. You pig-eating son of a whore. One of my favorite lines from the movie 13th Warrior. Be kind, rewind. My name is Reese Samuels, and I am your guest host this evening, afternoon, morning, whenever you may be listening to this. Uh, yeah, today we're going to be covering the 1999 film classic. That's not really a classic, really, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a box office bomb. That's okay. Uh, today uh, we've got Joey Maxi here with us, the oh hi host normal host of Be Kind Rewind. <laughs> yeah. And then also the comedic genius of LJ Sullivan. Uh, uh, hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> yeah. A modern day prophet in his own in his yeah. own right. Really? I don't <laughs> know about all that noise. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm the guy on the podcast who didn't watch the movie exactly. that the podcast <laughs> is about. I'm that guy. Let's just be upfront about that real quick. That's how much I have my shit together. What's up, it's you cool. guys? It's a trying time. It's hard. It's hard out there. Yeah. Just finding a copy of this movie was hard. So this yeah. is nice. I like I like being in just in the, the, the guest seat. This is lovely. I didn't. Seat. All I had to do was watch the movie and come up with some notes. And this was this was wonderful. All right. I have <laughs> notes without having watched the movie. You haven't. LJ is <laughs> <laughs> doing. Uh, apparently, LJ's doing overbooked style today, and he's going to talk yeah. about a book that he's never read. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We all did that in seventh grade, right? Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> so yeah, the Thirteenth Warrior is actually based off a. Uh, Michael Creighton book um, and the title of the book Eaters, Eaters of, of the Dead, Dead. yes mm-hmm. so it, it's, a, it's about a, an Arabian ambassador who was actually banished from his homeland because he fell in love with the wrong woman <laughs> and like Good. so basically the uh, you know the woman's dad was just like uh uh-uh, uh no classic star crossed lovers yeah. Yeah, yeah the dad was okay. just like no you're married I'm gonna go the head guy and yeah. we're just gonna get you on out of here so yeah mm-hmm. like the movie kind of leads into that and it kind of gives you a little bit of that in the beginning and then all of a sudden you're like on this river's edge and or actually they were in a field and they were running from the vikings that's what was going on like mm. him and his uh yeah posse, i believe so mm-hmm. okay all right but they were actually running from uh they were not running from the vikings no they were running from other <laughs> other warriors other warriors of some sort yeah all right. it this was, the, it was very he's con- banished from arabia he's yeah okay yeah so likely other arabian warriors of some yeah kind? exactly okay. right. and then they come to like a river's edge and then you have like um antonio banderas who stars in this right uh with him and his interpreter down by this river's edge all their people omar and- sharif Omar Sharif, yes, which, fun fact, um, he actually retired from film acting for a little bit because of how disappointing this film was in the box office. Oh, really? Yes, he didn't come back until 2004. Oh. Yeah, he was not happy. What did he come back for? So, uh, he actually, I do have that here. (laughs) I did. I I knew you would. Reese, I knew you would have it. That's why I asked. (laughs) So, yeah, he did 13th Warrior, and then... It's like... Something called the parole officer oh, and no. Monsieur Ibrahim. Monsieur Ibrahim. That Monsieur was the Abraham, one. Yeah. Okay. That was the one that he was that, and like, Hidalgo. He like he so he took a couple himself. years. At least he didn't take as much uh, a long of retirement as uh, Sean Connery has still. Yeah. After oh, his bad yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. True. Which, if you've ever seen The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, I yeah. love that movie. I love that movie as well. <laughs> so good. All right, so thanks for turning into The 13th Warrior. Come back next week for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> but, That'll be uh, great. So, yeah. so <laughs> it, I, I realized, too, that the movie goes into to painstakingly... Uh, detail into just being as fuzzy as possible on what's going on around it because yeah, no, exactly you're you know it's you know you hear the phrase you know show don't tell right i was just thinking pick that. one of those two <laughs> instead of neither oh, okay <laughs> yeah. weird yeah weird. that's it, why it's not right. very clear about uh 
what you were saying too about how he fell in love with like the king's do- the king's wife is essentially like a 30 second preamble but if you watch the trailer to this movie it's the entire trailer Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's the entire. I trailer. feel like that's this came out in the nineties, right? Late nineties. Uh, that is late nineties <laughs> marketing. Is August twenty seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like Anton Antonio Banderas is in this. Yeah. We're gonna play up the romantic angle. So I, I mean, feel like it, that's what it was. <laughs> but it, it does like once once they get through that once they that's why it was a little confusing to explain in the beginning because it's like right. you really don't even know what's happening. Gotcha. <laughs> no, <Is> it- they're <laughs> they're just on this river's edge and these warriors who are chasing them are up on these cliffs and all of a sudden they're just like oh no they see the Vikings and they're like no we're not gonna mess around with this and they turn around and go Wise. away and of course all the people by the river are like yeah you know we're we're good mm-hmm. but they're Northmen mm-hmm. so I mean in my brain when I was watching this i've been watching like the last kingdom and vikings i was like vikings are hot right yeah now. they are <laughs> even but in anime that's a different thing we don't have to get into that. <laughs> i was just like oh no you're not safe like they're just gonna come in here and mess you up and that was i guess my big beef with the movie was just like why were these vikings so civil they were like the most civil vikings i think i've I ever think seen vikings portrayed. were more civil than a lot of our media portrays true. them as true I-, I felt into the film's credit it was and maybe it could have been because of the times you have um a mexican gentleman playing an arab right and then you have a bunch of white 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 alabaster people you know playing the vikings and i thought to their credit well, it was all each of those roles they mention alabaster in oh, the book oh do they really yeah <laughs> they were like, he's alabaster oh that's hilarious yeah so they were just sticking to oh. the script anyway <laughs> no i i that's our word <laughs> and I, I, to its credit it was it was it could if this was made now i think they would just gone full bore you would have gotten the vikings yeah. i mean you would have you, you would have one step away it, yeah. from uh, how to train your dragon level of <laughs> of vikings these guys were just they look like townsfolk from frozen they were just yeah. Yeah. they weren't you know, just you know, they didn't have the braids and the makeup mm-hmm. and all. They were just like a bunch of dudes. One right. guy did have a tattoo around his. Face, he he did, but it was very. It was subtle. It was a. It was a subtle. With uh, it was a pretty tattoo. It was a pretty tattoo. Yeah. Was it accurate to Vikings or was it just this man I had a face tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't think the man had a face tattoo. Okay, I think. Right. Well. They, you know, they had ice cream cone tattoos, <laughs> and they made it work. Made it right. Yeah, they just blended it yeah. right on in. Okay, yep, a All traditional right. Danish freaking yeah. ice cream cone tattoo. <laughs> the um, I, so, so there was a subtlety to what could have been just complete utter caricatures of these people. So True. to their credit, I, 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 that's what I liked about it. You know, not that it would have been bad if they were all just hyper Viking, but yeah. Um, I, but again, they went through, they went out of their way to be as vague as possible. Hmm. And yeah. a lot of the, the goings on of the film. Hmm. Me, it, 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 I was, as I was watching it, it's like, man, this feels a lot like the Hobbit. Like you oh, have no. just like, you have like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You want to know what's really funny? There is a scene in here that I have written down where it's just like, I don't know. It's um. So it's like the leader, and we'll get to these like man, bear, pig people that I can't yeah. remember the name of them right now. But um, <laughs> LJ's eyes just lit crazy up like what? Turn I was not expecting. Um, no. There is this scene where it's like the. Uh, the leader of the warriors he's on his horse and he's got like you know just his headdress on his face is painted black but they do some type of weird cgi with him so where Mm. it looks like the animated version of lord of the rings did you guys ever watch that as kids the animated lord of the rings yeah there's an yeah it looked exactly like that and i was like what just happened (laughs) (laughs) it's great that was a lot of that was like filmed like in a studio then they colored they they uh traced over that i thought yeah and a, and a lot of those scenes from animated lord of the rings um, but yeah it was really bizarre for for the time period and why right. they would need that because they had 
the locations were beautiful and the set pieces were beautiful. They don't show a lot of it because of the director being... Uh, who is John, the director? Oh, believe it or not, it's John McTiernan who hmm. did Die Hard. Oh! Yeah, so okay. it has a lot of those really hard close-ups that he okay. likes. So. A lot of camera flips, too. A lot, yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of moving around and zooming right in, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're... Uh, not who I would have picked for the source material, but that's, you know, I'm not a Hollywood director producer. <laughs> no, but mm-hmm. this movie just, like, goes on into where... Um, at one point, so Antonio Banderas is there with his interpreter, and they figure out who the king of these Vikings are that they're with at the present moment. And a seer winds up getting called because a, a messenger sent another village is in need of help. Mm-hmm. And so the seer is like, she casts the bones and everything, mm-hmm. and they're like calling up all these Viking names. Like, you can't really understand anything. And also, these Vikings speak Greek. At least that's what. What? <laughs> yeah. What is happening so with the historical accuracy it's, right now? <laughs> just side note. It just it's threw it in the garbage is what we did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And so like this Greek interpreter is telling him she casts all the bones. She's drawing <coughs> up these Viking warriors, and all of a sudden she says like this last person can't be a Northman. Mm. And so like even Antonio Bender's interpreter is just like. No, you gotta go. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's gotta yeah, be you. Yeah. I mean, plus, you know, they don't know these people, and plus, you just got told by some crazy lady throwing bones, you gotta go with them. Or yeah, look yeah. at all my friends with axes. What, what else do you are do? you gonna do? Yeah. yeah, what are you doing right now? <laughs> just, just go on the adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like every other. We need the movie to movie. So could you just go? Yeah. We need the movie <laughs> need to movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> that's perfect. So it's like it eventually just starts uh, showing you scenes of their like travel and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And Antonio Banderas' character is just sitting there like with all of these people who he just kind of despises for what they are and how they behave. Like when in one of their first meetings, the king just kills somebody at the dinner table and just goes back like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right, that's some king so, shit. Some yeah. of those, some of those scenes I loved, especially when they're when they're like sitting around the fire and they show them watching how they talk. That right. was scene was amazing. I it liked was, it a lot. It was so good because you can see like it's kind of breaking it down like how you see he's trying to interpret the sounds like by mm. repeating them and just small mm. things. And of course, they do like the crossover of their what their language sounds like to English. Okay. And then finally, one of them, <laughs> it's actually, um, it's actually not a good thing that he says. I'm trying to. Oh, it is a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. So one of the Vikings says, "Oh, he probably wanna wanted a smoke colored camp girl. Looks like that one's mother." And he was talking about Antonio Banderas' character. And I heard that, and I was like, oh. like everything yeah. just tightened up in me. And I mm-hmm. was like, I want to punch the TV screen. Okay. But, you know? All right. Well, I um, mean, Vikings are racist. Yeah. I don't know. That can't be a surprise. Yeah. I <laughs> You're telling me You're the t- Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah that, so that was the line that was said in the movie. And then it led Antonio Banderas to just, like, like popping his head up all just you know the focus on his eyes right my mother (laughs) and then he he says that she was a pure woman and was noble oh you're how you started the episode oh my god full circle (laughs) at least i know who my father is right Mm -hmm. oh so he's talking shit on the viking yeah okay and so the viking just gets Piss and goes for him, yeah. mm-hmm. and the king's just like, "How did you learn our language?" And he's just like, "I listened." Yeah, I and then they were attention. just yeah. all buddies after that. From what I can tell, I that that's goes on. I, for some reason, my, my spouse mentioned that that's that takes a long time, like oh, years. Really? Yeah, that would like the the make story. Sense. Yeah, the the well, yeah, it would like take a montage. You, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like I said, it's, it's a lot like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit to right. where when I first saw The Lord of the Rings, I because I wasn't familiar with the source material, I thought that, that that Frodo leaves later that night after Bilbo leaves. 
at the party. Oh, oh no. But it's like <laughs> decades later. And Shit, it's decades? decades. Oh, yeah. my yeah, God. I didn't even put yeah. that much time. Yeah, I thought it's, it was it's decades like later that he months. leaves. Okay, yeah, all no, right. it's, it's a while. That's why he like can't find the ring. It's like, yeah, it's around here somewhere because you know, that thing's been bumbling around here for years. But um, I, I guess it's uh, based on the original story. It's it's a while that they're they're out there. Hmm. But yeah. I, I, again, the, the the way the movie portrays it was awesome. The way he's just sitting there listening, and then all of a sudden he has that breakthrough where they talk, and the first interaction they have speaking the same language is trash talk, which was. Yeah. Some excellent trash. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I like it when they when movies do that when they trash talk in a different language and you get to have that moment of like oh yeah. <laughs> well, at least they could. <laughs> I mean, they they the way they produce it now they they can they're all speaking English. Right. Address that there's. N- None of those people would have ever spoken English right. for decades, yeah. centuries yeah. after that. So. To explain why these uh, uh, Vikings and these uh, Arabic people from uh, 900 AD, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was I loved it. I thought that was great. It was really good. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it okay? No, anyhow, wasn't sorry. what? Now? I was like, huh? didn't wasn't it in like 800 AD that the Vikings actually started invading? Like the United, um, like a little bit before, well, like, like the actual continent of Europe, or like where specifically? Because they did a like lot in of the invading. UK, I guess. I'm thinking. Ooh, they were there before then for yeah. sure. So, so sorry, anyhow, that anyway. was just my brain. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Antonio Banderas' character is just all buddy buddy with the Vikings mm-hmm. okay. now. All right. They're, Trial by fire. He's yeah. one of them. Yeah. They're they're going about on on their mission to go to this village mm-hmm. to uh, help with this death problem. Um, Got it. <laughs> oh my gosh! These I like eaters of the dead. So eaters to speak. of the dead. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I can't. Zombies remember. in this. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sort All of. right. Um, but like uh, one thing that the king says. So the king figures out that. Um, Antonio Banderas' character can write. I can't remember his character's name. I cannot like mm. that's the other thing is that they rarely say the character's name more than like five times throughout mm-hmm. the movie. That's so it's just like it doesn't very stick in there. For me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um <laughs> so the king figures out that he can actually write. And I don't know why, ever since I was a kid, he was just like he asked him, he's like, Can you draw sounds? And I was like, I have never thought of like that makes Say, sense. It makes sense. That's it makes, what it <laughs> is. That's exactly what it is. But uh, I heard that the first time. I'm like, oh, like my mind was blown. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It was something that I've always held on to as a little kid. And as no, I rewatched this again. fantastic. I last night, that. actually. Okay. It did it again. I'm like, oh, I remember that. And draw you could draw sound. sounds. So. Okay. And, of course, like the first thing that Antonio Banderas draws for him is uh, talking about... Um, Muhammad being the prophet. Mm, right, right, because he's from that part of the yeah. world. Fun. And there's like only over. one God. and <sighs> Yeah, Vikings yeah. aren't ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, like he just turns away. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, he just walks and off. Like Odin and Thor. And Which they, he, he, didn't, uh, he didn't react violently when no. somebody basically, you know, to his point of view, was blasphemous. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, so. Well, the Vikings were actually kind of chill on that front. They didn't really care what, like, I mean, they were going places to take things and people. So, therefore, they didn't really care what the people there believed. That's that, true. That yeah, no. Matter, so. That's true. Yeah. Only when their religion was, other religions were forced on there. Yeah, so when Christians like, started trying to uh, do that whole thing. Yeah, everybody knows that story. We don't need to do that yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. I like it when I write down my notes and it's just like when I, it's just like my comedy notes. I'm like, why did I write this? Because it has something. <laughs> I'm like drama about killing brothers. I don't welcome know. To, welcome to the world of uh, hosting a podcast when you have your notes. I'm like, like, this is brilliant and I'm going to get Joe Rogan numbers. Dude. I'm going to nope. get Joe Rogan numbers on this nope. one, baby. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
We could talk. I, I, I. You mentioned uh, when we were standing in the lobby before we started recording the uh, the concept that it's essentially two movies if you really think about it. Yeah. The way it plays out and the way it um, presents, like, because they're not. They don't really seem to be a huge threat until almost the middle when they attack them in that building and he realizes that they're people not monsters or demons or something that they thought they were. Oh, the man bear pigs? Basically. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm trying to get to like where I was at in this. Nope, you're good. You're good. I'm looking at my notes here. It's interesting. They take their time. That's also just a function of the way movies used to be more than they are now i feel like you could okay. really take your time in the first act and not really have to establish the threat until a little later yeah on. i mean that seems like yeah you can wait for the threat um or, or at least allude to it right. at some yeah. point or have See, that active the thing the thing that I had, like what you were saying, how it was split into two movies, yeah. is that you kind of see like the diplomatic side of it all mm-hmm. in the beginning to where it's like, okay, right. so you know he's trying to do all this. This is He's an ambassador. This is right, what he right, does. Right, right, right. And like at one point in time when they actually do get to the village and they find out that the, that the actual like villains of the movie are these people called the Wendells, mm-hmm. um, they try to like incorporate like like court bullshit into it pardon my language but i don't know it's really weird like uh one one of the uh, viking warriors challenges this guy who they have this beef with each other the king and this random dude who is the head villagers right man i don't know it just makes no sense just out of nowhere they have this yeah they have this duel they yeah they have this duel yeah Weird. With like this big one of the guys is just gigantic and he's just destroying the guy's shields as he picks him up and everything. Okay. And mm-hmm. you think that the Viking is the Viking with Antonio Banderas's group is going to lose. Yeah. And then he just fakes him out, pretends like he's tired, and then just slashes him on the back mm-hmm. and he's dead. Okay. We, uh, and they're like, Well, right. why did you do that? Why did you tire him out? And they're like, We have to show him that we're strong. Mm-hmm. It's like show who? And then you just see little right-hand man just storming off pissily, and then that's the rest of the time you see him through the movie. Well, apparently what? that's the king's what? brother. What is oh, happening? it's the king's that, brother. That does not become the king. Like, there, there's there's little pieces of this that are missing that you don't get to... <laughs> see, I didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> I the, missed that. Okay. Yeah, I know. From what I can tell, that's yeah, that was the king's brother. Okay. Weird. I guess. <laughs> and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like Weird. you feel like they're going okay. to go more into that, into mm-hmm. like... Okay, maybe this is leading to something else. Maybe this movie is longer than I thought it was going to be. Right. And then they just cut off, and then all of a sudden you have um, the warriors going into the forest, and they discover these like Wendell creatures. And in one of the huts that they find originally, it's they also find the hut with a child, which is a terrifying scene. There's a butt naked child running through a, like out of the forest, oh, just God. screaming, holding mm-hmm. his hands oh, over no. his ears, freaking out like. It was scary. Oh, <laughs> it was like a scary, like heart-wrenching scene. And then they come about to his house in this like forest in this cool, just tree house, basically. Yeah, and, really cool sets. Like there, uh, there were bodies hanging upside down from the ceiling oh with God. their heads taken. Really like, grotesque. Really gross. Yeah. Okay. Like Antonio, <laughs> Antonio Banderas at one point goes to like lift a cover, and you think you're going to see a face and a, like just de- uh, detached arm falls from the bed. Into oh this my God. And, yeah. See, they really like. Really? Oh, I'm going to see something gross and a prop. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Like <laughs> really interesting choices. Okay. For right. sure. And hmm. then you find out that these people eat they're dead oh no okay that name of the book okay Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. eaters of the dead yeah okay so and then i mean do they do they do they kill these people do they do i mean eventually they do there is like um this is kind of something interesting that you find out too uh eventually they all do get into the village and they like basically board themselves up in the city center i don't Mm -hmm. not the city center okay the and chapel. just some sort of little and chapel fort, yeah. fortress, yeah. Fort, 
I like that. But, so the um, climax is sort of this fortress defense. No, it's no, not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's There's so many. It's an adventure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so, something. Right. <laughs> they're all like resting in this circle and pretending to rest. And all of a sudden, everybody starts to wake up. And they know that these Wendells are outside. You know, everyone's just okay. like preparing. <laughs> right. They tell them that. Which like, was some real tension. Like, yeah. Oh, God, this is going to be good. You're just <laughs> waiting <laughs> for it. Getting ready for death. Yeah. And, you know, they just come bursting through. They all, like, form in a... Uh, the Vikings all form in a circle, the 13 mm-hmm. warriors, in mm-hmm. a circle with their backs, and then just, like, uh-huh. start... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. all just start killing them. They lost a couple. They were decapitated. Mm-hmm. Once the people, the Wendells, leave, they notice that, like, the bodies of the Vikings are still there, but their heads are missing, but all the Wendells' bodies are gone. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like it's, it's a mystery. It's like, a mystery because mystery. it's like how did they carry? Okay. Had, so at this point, they're thinking that these are still like spiritual demons. Like they think mm-hmm. that they're demons of some sort. Other mm-hmm. worldly creatures of some Correct. kind. Right. So. Okay. All right. And that's when I th- that's when I feel like he really bonded with them when he was able to hold his own during during that scene. The battle there's, during the fight. Yeah, because. Antonio Banderas's character is really interesting because it, he goes from like being this bumbling, not really a bumbling idiot, but just this like straight man that's kind of being taken along. That's why I make the Lord of the Rings Hobbit analogy because he's mm-hmm. like this straight man that's being taken along this journey with these. Well, it sounds like he's really the diplomat, the ambassador. kind of yeah. yeah. But along the way, he does like really extraordinary things, like his horse. Oh, when they yeah. make fun of his horse, and then yeah, he's he- able to like jump over rivers and crap with it and they're just all right well let's go and i think that was when they finally like that's because that's when they started calling him brother yeah after mm. that. I can't, now i can't remember the line that they said it was like something about bringing a uh, i lost it oh yeah. no <laughs> I, was, I was on edge i, I was know. waiting for it was, it. A, it was <laughs> a good one about the horse <laughs> And you know, it, okay. it's, it's oh, he does say something cool about the horse, and I almost wrote it down too, because it was actually a really, really cool line about the horse. Uh, uh, I can't think of it now. Something it. about bringing something to war. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna collaborate on this. We're yep. gonna figure it out. <laughs> and, you know, it's fine. And I love um, the sword when they give him a sword, and it's too big; he can't wield it. Oh yeah. So then he goes and he, he modifies it by okay. putting the, and it's almost cliche, but he puts the the. He changes it to a saber. Not what those are called. Yeah, the the, the curve the curved swords. Yeah, the a, a traditional uh-huh. Arabian uh, sword out of a claymore. So it's got a claymore handle, hilt. but it hilt and then the, he, a, a curved. So he did puts, he like forge it himself? Like he, you know, he found you no. Know, he found a metal worker and he basically okay. just grinded it with the hook to put the oh, hook. Okay. This big, wide, broad uh-huh. claymore. Also, sword. a pretty cool scene because he was watching the metal worker do it at first, and then he was like, you know, just get out of here. Let I me just do, do this. this myself. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so just All you see right. him turning his claymore into a, a saber. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Okay. <laughs> and it was, All was right. I thought it was. Cool. I thought that was really cool. No, that sounds dope. All right. Um, but yeah, so they eventually do go into this other, my goodness, sorry. Cause you just do, you do meet a lot of people and they do eventually go into a totally different village to find like a, another fortune teller, another seer. I can't remember what title they exactly gave her. Yeah. It's a second, yeah. It, a second okay. seer. All right. And who's just kind of out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Oh, now yeah. we have her. Okay, yeah. so like we need some clarification on what to do next, basically. Basically, <laughs> okay. yeah. And so they tell Beowulf that well, she tells him <laughs> that he needs to go kill the mother of the Wendells and the heart. Um, but you have to go. You have to go into the earth. Something very prophet, you know, Sears. They're cryptic, right? It's <laughs> gonna be some sort of poem that you have to decode yeah. about. There's a landmass of some kind that you need to know is referred to as this metaphor to be able to decode the poem right. that she gives you. I got it. And so <laughs> <laughs> I've played this game. He watched a thing or two. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah, she <sighs> tells him that he's got to kill the mother. The mother and then also the general of the warriors so they're you know trans 
trampling along. I don't know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say there, but trampling, you know, that's, yeah. that's a word. Mm-hmm. Let's just make it, guys. <laughs> you know, when you're trampling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, um, they do eventually go and track the mother down to the window lair and they're like which was cool it was really cool because like antonio banderas was just like oh like you know caves caves are in the earth mm-hmm. it was like ding 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 yeah they like, <laughs> like no one else could figure that one out yeah yeah they 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 propose a puzzle that's not really that intriguing and then he just immediately solves it anyway yeah like, like mm-hmm. five minutes later five, right. yeah just five months yeah gotcha and the, the reason being is the well, the Wendells dressed like like they're all in in oh, yeah. bear suits, and they they can see their tracks that they make, and they have like bear paws on their feet, hmm. so they make these big huge bear paws, and so that's where you get the man bear. That's where I think oh, that's yeah. what I kept thinking was man bear no, pigs. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And they're in caves. This yeah. is all right. starting to line up. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, also there was there was a scene that. When uh, the serpent of fire totally forgot about this. Yeah, the serpent, serpent of fire. fire. Is yeah. it a serpent? Is it a dragon? What so are we talking it's about? Basically, here? their entire cavalry with torches coming down the hillside. And it looks yeah. like so a it's a serpent. battle maneuver. Yeah. I like they that. They only attack in the mist. So they take these torches. So as you're standing, all you can see is this red fire ah, crouching through your forest. That's, yeah. that's super cool. So at one point, they Very do cool. attack the village and, you know. Uh, Antonio Banderas, like, you know, he gets blooded again. Like, he's <laughs> fucking just, pardon my language, Joey. You're fine. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Is it a family podcast? I don't know. But, um, anywho, like, Antonio Banderas, like, once he actually kills one of them and figures out that it's a human, mm. he just, like, goes Super Saiyan. Like, he just starts killing so many of them. Just, yeah. like, like, goes for it. Like, because. So is the implication like if they're ugly otherworldly demons, like they're more hesitant, they're not sure about killing them, but now they're just they're superstitious people. Yeah. Like I mean, back then, like you talk of demons and stuff, and then you have these people who but then bears that are showing up. Once you realize that they're just humans, then it's like, all right, I can just kill these guys right I can kill my own kind, I guess. (laughs) It's like it's just yeah. I see I thought you were gonna go the opposite like he was gonna be horrified that he had been like murdering people because he thought they were demons like you whatever. think as a diplomat he would uh, but okay. yeah <laughs> that's what i was thinking but no it went a reverse yeah that's fine yeah. i can i can play that way Let's yeah they're, they're, <laughs> yeah they're, when, he, when he finds out they're human when they're people and what's really cool, he pulls the costume off and they're painted up like Darth Maul yeah. underneath there. Yeah, but they're, yeah. Red, they're red and black. He's like, wait, they're men. It is pretty, it does speak to that, like, okay, once you've identified that this thing, person, whatever it is, once you've you've got that mystique and everything that you're afraid of taken away and you get to the core of what the actual problem is, it's a lot more easier to to attack to oh, to hey, there's some real symbolism to, I, of course yeah definitely that's what we do here at the be kind rewind that's exactly what like is, and and i'm glad you brought that up because that was themes. that was the that's what jumped out at me it was like well once he realized that you know once that mask it's like scooby-doo once that mask comes off and you realize that it's just old man smithers that right. that was mad that they closed right. his theme park it's a lot more easier to, you know, once you know, understand what you're fighting. It's yeah, a lot more easier that, to do uh, that. So. Knowledge is half the battle. I don't think Scoob and the gang were murdering people, though. So. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, like, and or, or old even from <laughs> <laughs> and him being a diplomat, you also know who you're, who you're, who you're fighting is like. There's no coming. But you're, you're not gonna yeah. reason with people that are cannibals that live in a cave True. that dresses bears that are, will just kill indiscriminately. Right. Clearly savages. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly savages. Um, which is well, you know what's diplomat. interesting is he's meant to be with these Vikings who like historically they were the horde. They were the like incoming wave of darkness. But it seems like this movie like suggests that like they were also fighting like in this story they're fighting yeah. their own like wave of darkness. Basically, that's an yes. interesting. It's an interesting yes. like uh, um, 
sort of switch up mm-hmm. on like there's, uh, there's always a bigger fish yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. interesting but mm-hmm. um yeah so they they eventually do find the caves because they'd found out that this other village had been burned and the first question are there caves there so they do find these caves and they start you know trudging through them and like some of the scenes in that because they're trying to be quiet and stealthy like they <laughs> yeah they have like taken off their armor vikings and, <laughs> and stealth don't go no. together <laughs> but, some, but some of the scenes were quite funny though okay <laughs> all right like, brief you know, comic relief scene <laughs> well, probably wasn't supposed to be, to be. <laughs> all right, okay. no just yeah w- what they choose to go into detail about <laughs> and what they just kind of like oh yeah they're 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 demons or whatever like yeah it's really funny hmm. yeah it's an interesting interesting take hmm. yeah, yeah they're supposed a... to be stealthy but they go clopping through that cave like a bunch of Clydesdales <laughs> 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 like, a bunch they, of Clydesdales. like <laughs> I think the one time where it's like oh you guys were actually trying to be stealthy they were mm. actually uh, taking this rope and swinging from a cliffside through a waterfall mm. and grabbing <laughs> another the other side of the cliff but yeah I mean that was like okay the waterfall okay. sound you can't hear. That's smart. I mean, they still almost got caught, but... Yeah. And they're all carrying torches. Yeah, and they're all carrying <laughs> torches. What? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it was, so good. It's <laughs> so... Oh, it's so it's so funny. It's so okay. great. It's so great. Forgot about that. Oh, man. Right. Stealth. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they, they get to... <laughs> Oh, oh, and this is something else um, that happened too. Sorry, I keep my notes. I keep tracking back before they go and That's find. That's what these I do. Win- I jump all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> before they go, and this is something that bothered me so much to where it was like, why did you even put that in the movie? So before they go and find the Wendell's freaking lair, Antonio Banderas hooks up with some random chick at the village. Nice. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just, <laughs> and just like it's while just, we're here, like <laughs> yeah. and, hey, you know, it's like I, it's I, Antonio Banderas. We're not gonna have a movie and not have it's late nineties Antonio Banderas. Yeah. So like, I get it, yeah. <laughs> but it's also late nineties to where it's just suggestive. Mm, yeah, so where I mean, they the morning after shot was them like laying right. on hay, and it appeared he still had like his mail on, but there was a blanket <laughs> over both of them, and she still had her dress on. So it's like uh and then when the vikings questioned him about it he was like oh you know a man doesn't kiss and tell you know that that thing so it's like "Mm." i'm curious as if the uh historically if a a, an arabic diplomat in the 900s would have been that uh i would imagine they would have been a lot more devout than just some random well, yeah. village at this, tale. At, at this point in the story, though, doesn't it seem yeah. like maybe he's abandoned a lot of yeah, his maybe. values? He, he actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. He that's does. True. He's been corrupted like, somewhat by the Vikings. But he brings it back, though, eventually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, hmm. yeah before the Bit final battle. Bit of a battle. redemption arc in here, too. Yeah. This is a full... All right, let's <laughs> keep, keep it moving. <laughs> so, back to the Wendell people uh, sneaking in their lair into okay. the caves got over it, waterfalls got it, got it. um they eventually torches. find in torches yeah. do, do they, they all have their own torch yes yes okay they so that's all have their own yeah. torch yeah. all right <laughs> one person with the torch and then you all you, it'll last long nope. anyway no. no all right fine. yeah they're all <laughs> they eventually find the mother and mm-hmm. uh ba- like they're all like you know we'll hold the line out here they have been discovered mm-hmm. and they send beowulf in and he immediately murders the person that's with her and then she dips this just giant talon into this black goo and just starts yeah, your, your face what the fuck black goo yeah, yeah, that's what, it, that's, what? it was some Boys. black goo that's all I can they tell you they don't tell you anything about this she, black goo she did have a snake around her neck I don't know what those she had a really cool it was a red and black one it was a red and black snake yeah a really beautiful snake i don't yeah so maybe see what kind of was but snake venom venom isn't black yeah i don't know okay all right some kind of some kind of poison just like power rangers goo yeah (laughs) okay swoops it on there and like you know they go she goes through this whole thing where it's like oh playing keep away no i'm gonna stay away and then he eventually almost kills her she of course scrapes just a little bit of his arm but mm -hmm. just enough and he eventually does kill the mother 
But then that one scrape is like mortal wound because yeah. of the black goo. A slow wound, yeah. A slow oh, okay. wound. I thought that the... the so like the, Frodo to go back to your Hobbit thing? Like the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Kind of, basically, okay. yeah. All right. Um, I really thought that the the mother character was, was interesting because once you see how she's presented, it, it's kind of anticlimactic. Mm. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, this is going to be crazy. Hope and it's just, like. and it's just a, 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 a lady dressed in a really terrible voodoo outfit. But, oh. um, yeah. you're kind of, for kind like of, a you, know, kind of you know, once again, 1999 <laughs> film, they didn't want to give the women too big a bar. True. Cause there are no lady True. ladies in this film. Hold on. But <laughs> was the voodoo outfit hot? That's all that matters. She was. It, it was more of like a savage oh, type of, of okay, outfit. Fine. But I did enjoy. <laughs> it was interesting because you, you're, you're watching these really brutal, uh, um, you know, Norseman style, really hard fighting, and she's really fast. And her, her big weapon is it's. Because it's Michael Crichton, it almost talent. looks like a dinosaur talon. She's mm-hmm. got like a raptor talon. Yeah, talon. That, uh, or probably an eagle claw or something that she's got, and it it just added an element of like, oh my god, this is kind of like a little bit trickier than just swinging my sword around like an idiot. Yeah, like she, a quick turn and she gets your hands and stuff like that. So it was actually a really interesting fight. I I thought it was really cool, and it kind of creeped me out a little bit because like. I don't know, just that, that the like element of interesting this. fight just, choreography. Yeah, yeah, just this one little thing is the end of him versus yeah, okay. just a, a two, a, just two very distinct different fighting styles. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And, and there were parts parts of this movie that were like when he was like when it was plainly obvious that he was playing a, an Arabic man juxtaposed to the Vikings when they had their long boats with the shields on the side. I mean, there were times where they were Vikings mm-hmm. and the way that, that kind of just the optics of that looked kind of cool. So that those two, you know, this, this, this you know, Claymore versus Eagle Talon with a little poison on it was just really cool. And it kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really cool. I no, really it was, enjoyed it. It was a really cool scene. Yeah. But again, the way it was presented, though, was like, really? That's just that's that's it. All right, cool, whatever. Um, so yeah, that that leads them to where it's like they're still stuck in this cave, mm-hmm. and then for their escape path, somebody <laughs> off to the side says, "There's a tunnel going down." That's not how you get out of caves. Oh. That's not how caves work, bud. That's can well, we get a geology? Not only that, the cave, the, the cave goes down, and that's where the water is that's, going. Yeah, that's the, we're just gonna follow this stream down. The stream because the stream is flowing <laughs> yeah. underneath, so it must be going somewhere. So, <laughs> like, I kind of understand. Like, basic survival says follow the water, right where the water. Water is flowing, so I could see how they get caught in that trap. But you're going deeper <laughs> into the earth. At a certain point, you should probably go. Why don't we turn around? Why yeah. don't we follow the stream out in the opposite direction? What if we did that move? Nope, no, we're gonna blindly jump into the water underneath the rocks. What? And yes. So, so, so it could be. It could be they, ten feet. It could be a mile. Who knows? Or so nothing yeah, about they, diving back then. No. There's no so, fucking. Apparently, there's this conversation had between Antonio Banderas' character and another Viking about the Thunder Cliffs or something. So they figure out, yeah, they figure out that that there's the ocean on the other side and there's this hole underneath the rocks and then we just gotta swim for it. We'll we'll get there. We'll We'll get there. I will tell you right now, as soon as they held their breath underneath the water, I did it. I tried it. I was like, there's no way. You're gonna die. (laughs) You're gonna kill yourself. 15 minutes later. I didn't put my head under the water. Jesus. Jesus. No, I just held my breath to see. Like, mm, it's they're see. they're down there and for a while. <laughs> just saying, it's not possible. I, no, I feel <laughs> like the '90s did that a lot, a lot. <laughs> where people are just underwater, and it's like, no, no, you can't just be underwater for that long. No, so they unless you're Tom Cruise. I'm not sure if y'all heard about that stunt in that Mission Impossible movie. Whatever, the different movie we'll talk about another time. <laughs> I don't want to distract uh, anyone. <laughs> so they they do um they do like return to the village um eventually after, you know, that 
crazy stunt of let's just go down and hope things go well. Right. <laughs> somehow it went well. It somehow did. So they're um, coming into the, like the final battle. They're coming into the final battle like the well, the well, eh. Wendells are all mad because right, obviously they, they killed, killed their mother. Okay. Um, and I do believe, see, I think it's at this point where Antonio Banderas actually takes off of like all of his stuff and takes his shoes off and he prays to Allah. Oh, because things are serious now. Yeah. He's like, oh man, we're about to face the full force of these people. And he acknowledges that he wasn't the best and that, right. you know, now he wants, they need help. They want, okay. they want you to all be right. here. All right. So and um, do the Vikings pray to Odin? Does like a specific god? No, show they up don't. And God damn it! All right. No, but that that was a pretty cool scene actually. So uh, this is way back in the beginning of the movie. But when the Vikings, when Antonio Banderas, did they take him on the boat and stuff through the mm-hmm. sea through a storm? That was actually pretty cool. He was just like, well, I mean, he was sick and stuff. But anywho, when they were trying to find land, um, it's just Beowulf screaming Odin. And, like, mm. listening to his voice echo back. And then when the other guy shoots off a couple of fire arrows, mm. they tell Antonio Banderas to be quiet. And you can hear the arrow land in water and, like, mm. be extinguished. And then the second arrow they fire off, you hear it hit land. Okay. And then another Viking just screams, land! And I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of kind of fascinating. I don't know if that's really what know. they would have done, <laughs> but that's a fun little, yeah, little a, trick thing to throw into the movie. I like yeah, it. Okay, exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right, I get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that prayer that he does actually is really cool. What, oh, do you have the prayer? The prayer? Yeah. yeah. He goes, merciful father, I have squandered my days with plans of many things. This was not among them. But at this moment, I beg only to live the next few minutes well. For all we ought to have thought and have not thought, all we ought to have said and have not said, all we ought to have done and have not done, I pray thee, God, for forgiveness. I, yeah. If you're going to, that's, if that'll help you, if you're going through your final moments, <laughs> that that's good you. stuff. That's great. If that makes you feel better. That's, yeah, I, I guess. Like yeah, so then, you know, the final battle scene, which something I did notice and maybe it was just the fact that we were streaming it but like with the other battle scenes the music almost seemed a little muted final battle scene they really kicked it up but yeah the final battle scene which actually that uh the soundtrack for that was actually used in uh ridley scott's kingdom of heaven hmm. fun fact um they actually like really cranked the music on it and it was a great final battle scene and uh, well, for as great as it like, can be, I don't be. know about that one. Well, no, it's it's, it's like, really good, but then like all of a sudden it just it just stops. Is done. Oh, yeah. it, they, the movie just ends. Yeah, well, no, and, no, yeah, the movie doesn't just end, but the the battle just the battle just, stops. just stops. Oh, okay. And that came down to the seer saying, if you kill the mother and then you kill the general, like they will stop. All right. Okay. And that's yeah. literally. What, what they happened. did, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like once the war, the chief warrior goes down, they all oh, like some horns we'll, we'll start, disperse. yeah. And it was just like I don't know. It was just for me. I'm looking at the communication. I was like, all those people are just like have battle lust going on. Like, what? How did those horns on the hill here not ten seconds like start going off ten seconds after also, their chief went down? They have like, no further chain of command. There's yeah. not even one like ruffian willing to step up and it's be very like, tropey. It's yeah. very okay. tropey. Well, right. the rest will scatter if you kill them. Like, yeah. No, that's no. like the next guy will pick up the sword. Yeah, and Nope, we're still exactly. doing this. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, the but, yeah. the king that's being poisoned, he does put up a good fight though. He does. He's mm. he's standing there like it's almost like Doc Holiday, like he's dying oh, but he's shit. standing All there right. like, <laughs> yeah. I'm still in this okay like, I, I like it yet. I, I always like down. it when there's a character like that like uh did you guys ever see the Alamo where there's a uh, I forget who is like sick in the bed in the Alamo but similar vibes anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, I mean, yeah you see him dying and then he's there fighting which is cool yeah yeah he like nice. comes out of the building just like and that that was another thing that did was just one of those like come on guys like mm-hmm. If you're gonna choose poison to be the way the way to go, at least show the progression of it properly. Mm-hmm. Because mm. by the time he Did came he out of the cave from killing the mother, to... he looked 
awful. He looked terrible. And then all of a sudden it was like he was awful and terrible for almost 24 hours in that same state. So I'm Mm. like, how did you go from like in the cave for maybe 20 minutes to coming out looking like that to being able to still still be the same in that time frame? But he did come out dragging a sword and he put up a fight. Okay. And, um, and part of the defense things that they built, the logs jutting out and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's classic. There was just like stuff. this perfect, like almost throne situation. Mm. And yes. he sits atop it and, and he stabs his sword nice. into the wood and just sits back. Dope. And then it kind of pans and shows everybody celebrating, all the people, nice. the Wendell's leaving. And then it goes back to him and he's just sitting there, eyes open, looking straight ahead, just dead. Yo. And, yeah, it was just like the went Viking to Valhalla. King. Yeah, went to Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when I was younger, that scene haunted me. Really? Yo. It did. Really? It actually, yeah. Um, for some reason. Was it the eye open death? It was the eye open death. Mm. For some reason, like, I, so I would sleep, I sleepwalk a lot of the times. And most of the time, like, all you have to do is just be like, hey, I just need to go to the bathroom. I'm, that's what I'm sleepwalking for. And when I was younger, I was afraid to sit on the toilet and go to the bathroom when I was sleepwalking Whoa. because I thought, because I was dreaming and that's what I was seeing was him dying. Ah, and so I thought I was going to die. And my shit? mom would like, I would like, my mom would get me awake and I would oh tell her what God. happened. She's like, ah, like you shouldn't have watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Never watching that movie again. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> but it was something, I mean, I, I eventually got over it like a week or two later, but yeah, it was kind of one of those just weird things. Like maybe saw oh, the movie when I was a little too young and haunted me. Yeah. Well, oh, in 99, how old were you? In 99, I was 10. Okay. I just turned 10. Okay. See, I was so that makes sense. In 99, <laughs> you were four? I did not see it, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> In 19, August uh, 27th of 1999, I was 19. I would have driven myself to the theater to see this. Oh, my <laughs> On my day off dude. from work that I've already had for three years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was almost 20. I was Such almost 20 vibes. years old. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen this movie from... This came out the same weekend that The Sixth Sense came out. Oh, so, no. This got buried. This movie yeah. had didn't have a chance. No, this it didn't, didn't have a chance. Uh, yeah, these historical-type films were not what we cared about to see back no. then. We had something mm. brand new and exciting. Exactly. And I was actually, when I was uh, trying to decide, like, what movie I wanted to do, I was just curious, like, at what, what other 1999 box office flops there were. Mm-hmm. Did you know Fight Club was a box office flop? Oh, yeah. I didn't go well I at didn't all. I know did that not it was, know that. I didn't know. I knew that it wasn't, like, a smash. I, I knew, knew it that it didn't do crazy at the box office, but I didn't think of it as a flop. Yeah. Flop? It came, you, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. If you start looking at the movies that came out, um, and even into the 2000s that are, like, everybody cult loves that are cult classics. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing Big Lebowski in the theater, and there was a capacity crowd of the two of us that went. Oh um, that uh, uh, What movie did you say? Uh, uh, Fight Club? Fight Club, yeah. Yeah. Well, not famously too. Pulp Fiction as well. Pulp, yeah. Fuck, play, yeah. Pulp Fiction at the time uh, wasn't huge. Even other films that have gone on, like uh, Mean Girls, Clueless, yeah. all those films. yeah. No, they they weren't really. You can't really say that like see, they they made a lot of money at the front at the front end. Right. It's all it's all the back end mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah. One I saw in there I wasn't surprised was uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Fear and Loathing. Yeah, that was the other film that you that yeah. you said, and I was I was oh, like, this close. Like, let's do that, but like, oh, it's just yeah, it's. <laughs> Have you seen that yeah. one? The book so, is on my bedside table, okay. and I've seen that movie multiple times. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just, it's because I, I try to steer clear from like the cult classic yeah. movies. That's why like yeah. the Big Lebowski will never do because mm-hmm. there's no point. I mean, who's gonna say that movie's terrible? Like it's, it's a movie <laughs> and everybody likes it. But uh, um, I didn't see the Big Lebowski until I was like 26. I didn't <laughs> see it until I think I was about like 20, 21 or something like yeah. that. Like within the past took, few years, took mm-hmm. me some time. I'm also one of those people to where it's like. The more you tell me how great it is, the more disappointed I know I'll be. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, why well, waste my for, time? For me, that was the Breakfast <laughs> just, Club. I didn't oh, see that until I was an adult. I'm oh, like, no, that's not. Yeah, okay. 
All right. Yeah. Well, I guess. No. These little bastard kids are just the no, principal you, is just you, trying to enjoy yeah, his day. Yeah, you, you identify more with like yeah, the principal like, or yeah, the janitor. They're at yeah. his class. <laughs> That's some serious property damage you've done to that roof, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> See, even when I was younger, I did not like that movie. Either. Oh, you it guys! Just the Breakfast really. Club is one of my favorite or, movies. Or Pretty in Pink. Else. Wasn't a fan. I don't of that. like the rest of the uh, of the uh, that like group of movies. What are they yeah. called? The best one is Better Off Dead. That, that one's my favorite. Dead. Yeah, but if you haven't seen that, that's that's fantastic. Um, but yeah. So yeah, the 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 Thirteenth Warrior. Uh, it August twenty seventh, ninety ninety nine. Um, I actually had a sorry. Just I wrote that one down. The budget was eighty five to one hundred and sixty million. Not it, sure how that it, gets there. And it, box office was sixty one point seven million. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Principal photography costs eighty five million, and then they went back and added. Uh, they reshot some stuff. Uh, per, used a lot of promotional yeah. things for it. I, I was just reading well, on that. I think how they it changed up. directors too. I saw somewhere. I know they. They you mentioned the music, and they did rescore it. A or second maybe that's time. What it oh was. no! Yeah, they did rescore just it. Racking up, yeah. Like, which is not. Gosh. I mean, you think, oh, we'll just add some different move music to it. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not how it works. Um, wow. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, uh, it's purported to be to reach 160 million. But it only grossed one, so yeah, 129 million is one of is, is about what they think it costs. Because a lot of these, wow. a lot of these these uh, movies, they they have so many different companies that are involved in touching it. So you you don't have any idea on exactly how much, but um, wow. it it's it skyrocketed. It numbered it debuted at number two. Uh, behind the sixth sense, and again, yeah, if you're going up against the sixth sense uh, as it came out, no, you no, ain't gonna get it. It's over. Um, and reading some of the uh, Wikipedia has some of the 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 uh, what was written about it at the time, and the 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 consensus on Rotten Tomatoes it's atmospheric, it has great sets and costumes, but a thin plot, and I think that mm. that's perfectly describes this film. Seems to um, be the vibe. On the back of the DVD, it says, a stunningly effective epic, the best since Braveheart. And the whole time we were talking about this, I had Braveheart in my head. I was oh, like, really? So I was like, <laughs> why didn't they hire people from Braveheart to like come in and like <laughs> help on this? Because it seems like a similar type of... like, Because yeah. that movie goes a lot of places and does a lot of stuff, too. But... Um, it seemed like maybe more effectively. <laughs> yeah, they actually so, added a new ending to it. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't which is, yeah, they added a different ending, which I'm not familiar with the what, how the book ends, but because the book hmm. is based on a real, event. a real life event. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm interested now so much in both the movie, but now really the book too. Because it's like, what, do they actually have a run-in with some cannibals? Were cannibals a thing? Like, that uh, you regularly ran into? I mean, probably. Like What? I mean, you're talking, these are desperate times. I guess, it is like Back dark before, ages. Yeah, the dark yeah. ages. I mean, you're stuck out in the middle of oh, woods. And all right. I, I mean, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just saying I understand that, I, like, I guess, yeah, is a little different yeah, back then. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's not that much of a stretch when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have gotten better at trapping, you know, wild animals, yeah. but hey, they were lazy. What's <laughs> they were lazy. They'd rather just eat other people. So, but yeah, the, the tone does jump around, and I think that probably speaks to the re-edits, the reshoots, and things like that. Once you start right. adding and subtracting things, you're going to lose your message, and I'm thinking that's probably what happened with this film. It was fun, and I really liked the... Once you take away the mystique of your adversary, it's a lot more easy. Once you're not afraid of it anymore, it's a lot yeah, easier to you can take Once it you on. see the man behind the curtain, so to speak. Right. Yeah. I do like uh, that motif in general. Especially, it seems like that's one of the, and uh, listening to you guys, it seems like one of the things that the movie really hit well was that theme, if nothing else. So. It, it, was, it was more of like they presented it as like a mystery to solve, and then they immediately solved it for you. 
Yeah. Instead of they, they could have let that they go for the whole thing. Yeah, they could have let it simmer for a bit. Yeah, okay. it was yeah. just like like I said, it felt like two different movies, mm-hmm. and they were both just like yeah, just I, done really quickly I, and then I, smashed together. Yeah, I got that feeling from you also. Online, I think it was our mutual friend Ben Hess or somebody who said that, like, uh, as a kid, somebody made them watch this movie in preparation for playing D and D. It does sound like just a D and D campaign with you explaining it to me. It's, no. like, it's like there's this random side quest thing that happens that no one ever talks about again. It involved the king's brother. We don't know, but yeah. we kept it moving. And it's like, all right, okay, cool. It kind of seems to me is it would be like if they had the that Antonio Banderas's character was like the main character of a series of books. Uh, and they took the first two series of books and put it into this. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, and that's kind of where, kind of like when a uh, uh, series of unfortunate events, that movie is three books. Mm. And they. Yeah. As opposed to The Hobbit, where they stretch it out to three. Oh, God, <laughs> and it's no bigger can't than they this. Just find a middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's either all or nothing. Right. So either I, we're going to just chop everything that matters out, <laughs> or it's going to be a vindictive cash grab. <laughs> There's no in, in middle ground. <laughs> well, um, I did want to go ahead and kind of kind of finish it off with actually reading uh omar sharif's comment that he made oh of the film yes (laughs) please please do yes i want to hear uh yeah and i i just want to thank you lj for being here again i'm sorry (laughs) i didn't watch the movie i feel really bad you guys it's all good you're Your reactions were right. priceless. It was okay. great describing right. this movie to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I hope the listeners feel the same way. And Not the first time <laughs> that that's happened on this show that okay. we, we just okay. go to, to just describe the movie to somebody who's okay, cool. hanging out with us. So. It's kind of fun. It challenges yeah. your own memory and how oh, you can yeah. <laughs> put it there. But um and then thank you, Joey Maxi, for letting me guest host the uh, podcast. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. I, it was, like I said, it was nice to sit back and just relax and enjoy, enjoy what you had to say, which I really love what you had to say. Thank you. Yeah. All right. With that being said, after my small role in the 13th Warrior, I said to myself, let us stop this nonsense. This meal tickets that we do because it, oh, excuse me, these meal tickets that we do because it pays well. I thought, unless I find a stupendous film that I love that makes me want to leave home to do, I will stop. Bad, t- bad pictures are very humiliating. I was really sick. It was terrifying. I have to do the dialogue. Jeez, this is all written crazy. So, excuse me. It is terrifying to have to do the dialogue from bad scripts to face a director who does not know what he is doing in a film so bad that it is not even worth exploring. Oh. And that was the actor that took a break after the 13th Warrior until actually 2003. Wow. With so. Hidalgo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But well, I mean, there was that Monsieur Ibrahim, yeah. Monsieur Ibrahim. Yeah. Monsieur Ibrahim. Okay. Hidalgo was his big his But big I'm owl. glad that we explored that movie, and it's still something that we can enjoy to this day. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check it out now. I really I have to. <laughs> if, the, if the DVD was mine and the books was mine, I would lend them to you, but neither one of these okay. are owned by me. So fair. You would fair leave enough. with them, but... Uh, um, <laughs> Thank you for uh, Reese for for picking this movie because I will will be honest with you I would not take the time to sit and watch something like this yeah. it's not my <laughs> cup of tea it's just not something that meh but uh, there was really cool things in there and it was it was fun to see something that could have been a really bad caricature dealing with Vikings and right. and and uh, early tenth century uh, uh, Arabian culture could have been. A lot more problematic than yeah. it was, yeah. so um, I really appreciate it. And uh, come back and come back and host again. Yeah, I would awesome. love to. Thanks, Thanks for uh, having me too. I appreciate LJ, it. LJ, thank you for coming. I've been wanting <laughs> to have you on the show for a long time. We had talked about me coming on we previously had. too. Yeah, we had. Um, so for the next time you come, make sure we watch the film. Absolutely. Ooh, extraordinary <laughs> gentleman. Next time. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you gave extraordinary gentleman. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. It was yeah. Avengers before Avengers was yes. Avengers. Um, <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, uh, Reese, come back and host again, uh, please. In the near future. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Remember you can pick us, uh, you can check us out on all the streaming sites. 
Um, we have the Facebook page, the ease dot, ease-drop.com for lots of really cool shows. Um, if you or anybody you know would like to be a sponsor for the Be Kind Rewind and you'd like us to uh, uh, humbly and shamelessly plug your wares, uh, please uh, reach out um, and let us know if, if we can help you out. And if you have any big causes or any... Um, any big social causes or events coming up, uh, again, reach out to us and let us know. We'll be happy, happy to pass that information along. So do you guys have anything coming up that you'd like to plug um, and talk about? On June June 28th, I believe you're on this show too. Yes, it's, yes uh, I am. It's Nate Ford's birthday show. I believe Nate it's at Ford's birthday show. 8 p.m. Uh, at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. That's going to be Sunday, the 28th. Nice. And yeah, you yeah. can find tickets for that at loungeboise.com. Another person I've been trying to get uh, nailed down to be on the show. So. Nate would be great on this show. Nate would he's awesome. he, He's a delight. Yeah. He's, I, I, I haven't had the uh, uh, pleasure of meeting him in person just very briefly. So yeah. hmm. The last time, I don't know the last time you saw him. Last time I saw him, he was doing a damn good job at shutting down a heckler yes, <laughs> nice. Yes, nice. it was quite quite amazing i can watch first that one of the, i could watch that shit all day <laughs> first one out of quarantine and it was beautiful yeah. oh lovely <laughs> awesome cool all right well good luck there uh break legs on that show um, thank you everybody for for listening thanks again reese for guest hosting and uh love you remember if you're gonna have a rewind you might as well be kind uh we'll be back next week with some really nice things to say about some really terrible stuff so um thanks everybody bye bye y'all bye